Welcome to the CA Short All-In Employee Podcast. And I'm your host, R. Scott Russell, with Mel Soever. And we're so glad that you've joined us today. Let's dive in. Nelsa, I am so excited. We're back for another show already. Yes, this time is going by so quickly since the uh, daylight savings time has changed. I know, it is spring. Spring has has sprung. sprung. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, I'm about done with this winter now, so I'm ready for some warmth. I need the kayaks out. I need the bike out. Let's go. Let's go. I think I I got the back of my neck burnt. Uh, over oh, the no. weekend recently from sunshine. I'm ready. That just means I'm ready. It means it's time know, to get out, right? First time to get out. <laughs> well, listen, today we're not even going to touch on hot topics today, Nelson, because we okay. have a fantastic guest that I'm very, very excited about bringing to the show. All right, so sizzling hot is, guest. That's yes, awesome. A hot guest. That's what it is. We've got a hot guest on the, on the table tonight. So I'm very, very excited. She is going to be joining us in just a moment. And just to give you an idea, um, she is the current president of Recognition Professionals International. And you know, I was the past president last exactly. year. Or last year I was president. I'm officially a past president. And uh, Tonda Ferguson is joining us today. And I believe we've got Tonda on the line. Are you there, Tonda? I am. Woo, it's so excited Welcome. to have you here, my dear friend. Now, Tonda and I have known each other for many years, a great number of years. Um, and I'm so excited that you're joining the show today. And Tonda, meet Nelsa. This is my co-host, Nelsa. And she's I'm on the so show. Happy to have you. Thank you, guys. Thank so, you. So, first things first, we'll get this out of our way. So, Tonda, just tell us a little bit about you first. Now, I know, but for the listener, they don't, obviously. And Nelsa, this will be kind of eye-opening for her. But talk a little bit about um, yourself and your career, uh, I, where you spent the majority of your career, and a little bit about where you're at today. Okay, well, first of all, I'm very excited to be here uh, with the two of you and uh, just a huge fan of all the work that CA Short does. And so this is quite the honor for me to be here. Oh, we appreciate um, having you. A little bit of uh, background on me that's, that's kind of unusual, uh, but I think it's really shaped um, who I am today. Um, I was working for an airline, uh, Braniff Airways, if many of you might remember that airline a blast from the past. And uh, I had worked there for six years. They flew all over the world. And um, I I just was so, I just loved working there. Well, in May of 1982, uh, Braniff went bankrupt. And one day I had a job I loved and the next day I did not. And so I was so blessed that I managed to get on with Southwest Airlines in um, August of 1982. Uh, But I think the big lesson that I learned uh, from working at Braniff was we have to appreciate our jobs every day and we need to love them. And when people would sit around, oh, and complain about their jobs, uh, so many times and many times I did ask them, what would you do tomorrow if you didn't have that job? I mean, if it was ripped out under your feet today, how would you feel? And so I think that that little voice has always kind of guided me a lot. And um, 
I think it's so important for companies to appreciate their employees, but it's equally as important for, you know, employees to appreciate their so companies and the great jobs that they have. It's definitely a two-way street. So I uh, started a long, wonderful career at Southwest Airlines, uh, 38 years, uh, but I always joked that I was one of the people that didn't really want to go there. I was happy where I was, and so I was kind of forced into the door, but uh, it was a blessing, a blessing in disguise that I didn't know at the time. So 38 years at Southwest Airlines. Um, 38 years? 38 years, retired wow. uh, in September. And um, COVID just, you know, it impacted all of our lives. Uh, the airlines were uh, truly impacted. And sure. um, so I decided to go ahead and take a, a, a bit of early retirement. And now I'm trying to figure out what to do with myself. And um, I love recognition. I love doing special things for people. And so I'm still trying to... Um, find my niche along the way and I haven't given up on listening to webinars and listening to positive speakers and all of that. Um, so being with RPI uh, now is just, um, it's a wonderful organization, but it's also filling uh, a gap uh, in my life right now. So I'm very grateful for that. But this is my 10th year uh, to be part of RPI. I got my certification uh, 10 years ago and uh, it has served me well. And uh, for all of those who don't know, uh, RPI uh, offers a certification program. Uh, there's four courses and you take those and then you earn your uh, certification. And uh, my boss at Southwest at the time, my leader, she encouraged me to get involved with RPI because um, we were getting ready to, we were looking at building a recognition platform or something. We didn't know where we were going. And um, great company, wonderful culture. And because we were so giving and so wanted to recognize our employees, you can imagine if you don't put a handle on that, it could get way out of control. So you have this leader doing this, this leader doing that, and then perhaps an employee transfers and their leader's not doing as much. So all of a sudden they're a bad leader. Mm -hmm. And it's not about that at all. There was just no consistency. consistency. There was no equity. Right. And um, of course, none of that was intentional at all. So when I got my certification and I remember uh, one of the things I learned in RPI, uh, one of the things uh, they recommended is that your recognition budget should be anywhere from, you know, half a percent to at least one percent, maybe a little more of your overall um, budget, uh, of your overall salaries. I'm sorry, your gross salaries. So I was like, well, isn't that interesting? So I just trotted back to Southwest Airlines, called up my friends in finance and say, how much do we spend on recognition? And little did I know that opened the biggest can of worms because oh my gosh, it was being coded differently, you know, from department to department. Uh, we didn't have a handle on what all we were doing. And so to me, that just spoke more the need for a recognition platform. So I am just a huge, huge uh, supporter of recognition platforms for uh, 
looking for consistency, tracking your budget, uh, knowing what leaders uh, are recognizing their employees and those leaders who aren't. Um, it just goes on and on and on. So huge, huge supporter um, of that. One of the interesting things that came about that out of all of that is um, one of the things that I, I also learned uh, through my CRP was that recognition should be, you know, day to day and formal and formal. Right, right. And so I started taking a little inventory of what we had at Southwest that we could track. Of course, at the time, not everything could be tracked. And um, here we are, a great company known for our culture. And when I put it all to paper, you know, I'm saying what we could track, we were recognizing about a half a percent of our employees. Wow. Ooh. Through our formal recognition programs, um, you know, like the President's Award, mm -hmm. you know, the, the mm -hmm. top performers, all your top performers. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was just... Um, Two eye openers for me there. We don't sure. know how much we spend. We're not recognizing who we want. That's not saying that leaders weren't doing their own thing and, and employees were being appreciated and recognized, but uh, we didn't really have a, like a good structure, uh, a good structure in place. It was just ad hoc and done in a more non-organized so, non manner. Right. Yes. Right. Very, you know, and, no, uh, and not one tool either. It was multi however they could do it, I guess, basically. However, and I would it's say it was, frontier. <laughs> I was like almost, you know, you get employee of the month here, you may get a car and the next one you may get a free pizza. Right. I mean, it wasn't, to, it wasn't to that extreme, but you know, it was, whoa. So we just started working. And, um, one of the things, uh, our, our, for the most part, those leaders in the field really appreciated that structure uh, because when it came time for employee of the month, employee of the quarter, they were always scrambling as what to do. And so mm -hmm. we set up uh, very organized programs for that. And regardless of the size of your location, um, the employee of the month, employee of the quarter, they all got the, you know, got the same thing. And, um, we moved to a points-based system uh, with, um, with our recognition platform. And um, we always said, which I, I think is so good. I mean, we have, there are so many generations in the workplace today mm -hmm. yeah. and they all appreciate different things. And so uh, we uh, kind of, one of our little taglines was you have the freedom to choose the recognition that has the most meaning in your life. So uh, working in an airline, uh, you know, we gave away a lot of um, free uh, airline passes, you know, mm -hmm. that you could give to your friends. And, and that, was a, that was a great thing and our employees appreciate that. But you also may have the single mom um, who really can't Not even traveling. afford to right. buy something for her child for their birthday or, you know, or is struggling. Sure. So, um, and not everybody, you know, could really travel and appreciate the gift of travel as much. So that's why we set it up uh, where you could get, um, with your points, you could, you know, get the travel if you wanted it, or you could get gift cards or merchandise. And so we just had a lot of, a lot of options uh, for our employees. So I, I think that has, was 
a wonderful way to go. And then along comes this thing called COVID, shuts everybody down. People aren't in the workplace anymore. So it's harder than ever to recognize your employees. But if you have these online platforms and you're still able to do all of that digital recognition, um, it, I just think that's gone a long way. So I was, I, I was very blessed that Southwest had all of that when COVID hit. So um, big, big supporter of that. Um, awesome. So tell me a little bit about, so, so just so we can align our listeners a little bit. So you are, um, now you've retired from Southwest. I, I retired, you never retire from Southwest. It always lives in your heart. Right, right, right. So you, but you're taking an, an, you're not having to go into an office anymore, right? I, so I'm not. a little bit different for you. Little, and you were in Texas, but you're not there now. You have migrated. I have migrated to Florida. And actually, um, I worked remotely uh, almost for the past two years of my career at Southwest. Uh, right. I was planning to move to Florida. Uh, was going to start an was going to start retirement. My husband and I, we were going to move down here. And unfortunately, right before um, I got ready to retire at that time, I lost him to cancer. And so I came on, I came on to Florida uh, to live out our dream and Southwest was so flexible with me and let me continue uh, to work remotely. And um, so, um, when everybody was scrambling about working from home and everything, I'm like, it's great. It's, it's just not that hard. And, I know, uh, right? I miss the people, you know, de definitely for sure. You miss the interaction sure. with the people, but, you know, just thank goodness for Zoom and all the, you know, just, you know, we're, we're in a good place in the world technology wise that we can still, still see faces. Of course, you know, miss the hugs and, uh, just, you know, the hugs and the smiles and, and being yeah. able uh, to do fun things with your coworkers. But, um, but, you know, we gotta, we gotta take what we have, right. make the most of it. So you now, so, so one of the things, so, so you started that journey with Southwest and, and really looking at creating that consistent recognition model and that, that, so you spent at least probably, I would say, the last 10 years of your time with Southwest really working in recognition, working in that area of engagement recognition, et cetera, right? Uh, well, actually, um, in 1985, um, only three years into Southwest, I started, I was um, so blessed to be able to start the employee communications department awesome. at Southwest. So I started the communications department, uh, worked um, directly in the executive office for Herb and Colleen. Uh, Herb was a founder of Southwest Airlines. So I got uh, all of that wonderful exposure to two of the world's greatest leaders, in my opinion. And then um, with, um, with employee communications, uh, then it kind of morphed into a lot of work, working on culture. Um, our 20th anniversary was coming up 1971 and we started a culture committee and I was one of the uh, founding members of the culture committee, worked on that. And um, so as we grew as a company, um, you kind of started, you know, then we had a person come in and then they were over our culture, but then I still did, um, you know, a lot of the communication um, started writing more for our um, a CEO helped on executive communications and I worked on that to the very, um, you know, till 
till I retired on executive communications. And um, so still really worked on, uh, even though we had a culture department, I worked closely with them. My work started uh, shifting a little more to engagement. Um, you know, people started talking about maybe engagement a little more than culture. I uh, worked on the employee survey and uh, I just think employee surveys, um, also big, big supporter of surveys. And I mean, how do you know if you have good recognition programs in place right. if you're not asking your employees? And so we would always um, ask that in our employee surveys. And we got where we were surveying quarterly. And one of the questions, for instance, would be, I received recognition from my leader in the past seven days or you know, something like that. And um, so I think that, I think you do need a survey um, to track um, your recognition efforts or even focus groups with employees. Um, today, focus groups with Zoom and everything, it is so easy to just grab employees from around the system and, and you know, and just ask, you know, how, how are they feeling uh, with recognition and everything. And uh, Tom, also, can I ask you a question right there? I, yes, I want to jump in and just ask. I think that's so important when you get, um, you know, we talk about buy-in all the time. And there are things that we do, but then can you expound on that for our listeners? Uh, once you do a survey or a focus group, how did you all take that information and apply it? So that way it makes your program more effective. Well, I think that that is a great question because a lot of people do surveys and then they never share the results with um with their, uh, you know, with their employees. And that was right. one thing that we really, really worked on. And we did use an outside survey company at the time. Uh, I think Southwest just recently brought it all in house. Uh, but I remember them telling me the survey company that we worked with is when you ask a question, it's like tossing the grenade. <laughs> and so do not ask, a, do not ask a question in a survey that you're not willing to act upon. Yeah, and uh, so nice. we would share the overall results with all of our employees. And then each department would share their own individual results then with, mm -hmm. with their, uh, you know, with their um, respective departments. So, um, and of course, you know, a lot of times there were the naysayers uh, that, uh, you know, tried to um, come up with reasons why we thought you know, why employees answered that way. And it, it, it is true. You have to look at the environment that you surveyed in at the time. And sometimes um, like for instance, Southwest is uh, highly unionized. And so depending on what type of contract negotiations we were in. Yeah. So you just had to look at all of that. But, um, but if you want to improve the employee experience in the company, or you want to know how your recognition program's working, um, you, you just have to ask your employees and, and a survey is just such a great way. And I think our employees um, appreciated being asked, um, you know, they're a partner in that company and uh, you can't always assume uh, that they're happy or, or, you know, or what they're, you know, what they're happy with. And uh, so big, big, big supporter of employee surveys uh, to go along with knowing whether your recognition efforts are working. How many people, um, and, and we're talking about a large organization, like you, how many people at, at Max do you think from an employee standpoint were you getting feedback from and having to manage recognition for? Um, 
large employee base, right? Yes, uh, Southwest before COVID, I don't even know what they are at today for sure, but we were at 60,000 plus. And when I started doing employee communications and when I was hired at Southwest, we had 3,000. I think we had 3,000 employees and about 30 airplanes and we grew to, you know, 60,000 60, plus and like 700 airplanes. Oh my gosh. And um, the history, the history right there. I mean, yeah. we did a whole show just on the history of oh, Southwest. I know. I know. I know. I'm just entranced in the whole stories about Southwest and how you grow from something like that into what it is today. Because we're old enough to remember when it started, Scott. <laughs> Well, like I certainly am. And, yeah, uh, Southwest and, and I share the same age, so I get to ride alongside their age, I guess. But, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of that airline. Always actually, coming from Nashville, it was my favorite airline and still is to this day, by the way. Uh, I get to Denver recently on my nonstop out of Charlotte, so that was fantastic. Uh, and guess what? After all these years, I used to tell Tonda I flew there to Savannah and she goes, no, you didn't. You didn't because we didn't fly to Savannah and you're, <laughs> they're about to fly to Savannah. That so I, I don't know what I flew all those years. I swore it was Southwest, but now I can at least say it will be Southwest. Right? It will be to Savannah. <laughs> Always my favorite. Uh, I know some things have changed over time, of course. Uh, I don't think you can do the peanuts anymore, right? The peanuts. No, are too many allergies. Allergies. Oh, allergy yeah. people. I loved my peanuts but just just you know it's great to hear from you in that perspective too because just talking about the feedback of the employee of course to your point I think you said it very well don't ask a question that you're not going to act on or you don't want the answer to so I always say that as well if you don't want to know the answer don't ask the question yeah so um it because it can open up cans of war it will lead you down other trails right but that's how you can effectively know especially when it comes to engagement and recognition what you're what's working right? Of course, there's yeah. measurables within your platform and within the organization you work with. There's measurables to look at engagement, but to really know what is working with your employee base, it's, it's great to go out there and get some feedback and just get that feedback. You and have to. You, have, you to. have to. You have to. So now let's, we've, we've learned a little bit about you and your history with Southwest, which I, even I didn't know it was 38 years. I guess I lost something. I know. How I'm can old. you be 39 and you've been with them 38 years? Uh -huh. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, you, you know, you stowed away, I guess, as a child. So one of the coolest things, let's shift gears just a little bit, though. You are currently the president of RPI, which is Recognition Professionals International, recognition.org. And um, you and I, I think, came to the board right about the same time, pretty close to it. And, um, and, and it's an amazing organization and, and, and uh, could, you know, would love my time with the organization. Couldn't, couldn't shake that at all. That's a wonderful thing. And now you're leading that organization and there's been some exciting news recently. And I just wanted you to fill us in on what's going on with RPI. What's happening from the, let's get it right from the president. Like yes, hot off the RPI. press. It is a very busy year uh, at RPI. And, um, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, we didn't want to be tone deaf and uh, the world of recognition changed immensely this past year. I mean, all companies changed so much. And 
we were trying to find a way that we could continue to offer good value uh, to our RPI members, knowing that, uh, you know, they struggled and they've had all these unprecedented challenges and, you know, just where do we go from here? And um, we had the opportunity um, to, we, uh, to enter an affiliation agreement uh, and it may uh, lead into uh, a full merger, but this year um, in 2021, we're in an affiliation agreement with an organization called the Incentive Marketing Association. And they're a much larger group uh, than RPI. And so we just know that it's gonna help expand our network, our, uh, you know, for our members and their members, uh, just increase the education opportunities with more webinars. And we're just gonna have a, a whole stronger voice. And IMA deals more like uh, uh, with gift cards and a lot about uh, incentives. And so I think they're, you know, they're made up of people who sell the gift cards and sell those products. And so I think they will really benefit and enjoy hearing from the, on the RPI side, we're made up of people we call practitioners. Those are the people who say practice recognition in an organization. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, solution providers. Uh, and Scott, uh, CA Short, of course, is a, a solution provider. Right. So it's just a wonderful thing. Um, I loved it when I first joined RPI and I was like, well, isn't this interesting how these two groups come together? And I loved how our solution providers um, learn from each other. They weren't competitive. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just such a wonderful, constructive environment. Now, I don't know if and, you can tell Jeff he's not competitive because, you know, he's still competitive, but... <laughs> But you are right. It is. It's a great learning experience because we do come together, um, and you you get to sit in the room with most of the people you would never sit in the room with, right? And so we do all learn from each other, and our relationships last. I mean, that's the other great thing about that organization is these are relationships I take with me, you know, forever. They're not just in the time that I'm I'm a part of the board, et cetera. It's it's truly long lasting relationships and people who know what we do for a living. And, and what world we all live in, in the, in the recognition world. Well, so. it, may, it, it may be competitive, but I would have to say competitive with a huge amount of respect. Yes, that's very and well said. So yeah. I think, um, so I, I just love that. So we're really looking forward uh, to kind of, like I say, expanding the scope um, Exciting. with, with uh, IMA. And they are actually, um, they didn't get to have an in-person conference uh, in twenty. 20, nor did RPI, we did a virtual, uh, but they are going to do an in-person conference uh, in uh, August this year, August 9th through the 11th uh, in Fort Lauderdale. And so our RPI members will receive a great discount uh, to that and RPI will be able to uh, present uh, some tracks um, oh, at wonderful. the I IMA Summit. So I'm ready oh. to be in person anywhere you want me to go. I would be. <laughs> I think so many people are, Scott, and mm -hmm. uh, they, they're doing a wonderful job already, already working on the conference and sharing a lot of the, you know, safety measures uh, being taken with, uh, you know, eating outside. The rooms are going to be very socially distanced, mass required, um, all of that. And 
But, you know, there will still be people who aren't ready and sure. uh, we still have a lot of education online. IMA does as well as RPI. So still a lot of uh, great information uh, on the webinars. And one of the things that RPI is really, really proud of, um, they talk a lot about the seven best practice standards, mm -hmm. uh, following those and having a good recognition program. And uh, that's uh, what you learn a lot about when you take your CRP classes, your certified recognition professional classes. And uh, every year um, we um, honor uh, best, uh, best practice winners uh, in the seven best practice standards. And uh, in the past, in recent years, I guess we just started doing this probably last year, Scott, uh, we started giving those companies that out of those seven best practice standards who excel, who, you know, achieve everything required in that standard, like a little, um, kind of like a badge or an emblem to use in their website. Like you've mm -hmm. seen best place to work um, mm -hmm. companies mm -hmm. use that. And so it's just a way, uh, another way to know. So if I was an employee looking for a job, for instance, I could go out and see that CA short is outstanding when it comes to recognition gotcha. or other companies. And so that is just another, another way that helps employees choose. Um, you sure. know, it's an identifier for a positive, yeah. for, for what you believe to be a more positive work environment. Yes. Yes. So okay. we're very excited about that. Uh, uh, and the, um, I think the seven best practice standard awards are open right now, uh, you know, for companies to enter, you can uh, get an award in each of the seven, and then we have a best overall for uh, placing in all uh, seven of those. And uh, so it's a, it's a wonderful thing. And, you know, I think as, as recognition folks, we're so focused on giving recognition to others but it sure is nice to receive some yourself. Yeah. And just that yeah. confirmation that, wow, what I'm doing is right. And, and I am a best practice, uh, you know, candidate here and we're, we are doing good things. And so I think just that affirmation is, is just really good uh, for everyone. And best, best practice standards are just a wonderful way to. Well, and we believe in those, um, those seven best practice standards. I mean, we, we work, uh, with all of our clients with those actually we preach those quite a bit in, in all of our communications as well and it's pretty exciting I mean there's a lot going on over at RPI this year I mean my, people might think wow it's probably quiet after COVID no we've it's oh. the organization this thing's moving along and and uh, they could not have a better leader in, in Utah this year well thank you Scott that is a um, you're, you're just born for it and, and I think your experience is going to do great things in that transitional moment for the organization. Now, they're still at recognition.org, right? Nothing. Yes. Yes, we're going to say that uh, we will keep the domain name. Uh, we're in the process. One of the things we'll do is uh, move, um, change platforms uh, for our website. We, of course, when you do that, we want to try to clean it up some. So there's a, a lot of work uh, to be done there. But oh, there's just a wealth of information um, out there. And um, to become a member of RPI, it's, it's just such a small financial investment and uh, just well worth it. Well uh, worth it. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, for many of us, especially my early day there, um, it, was, it was for education. It was trying to find knowledge and education mm -hmm. in recognition, trying to figure out what other people were doing, trying to figure out what should we do 
coming from you know my Verizon days in a large large enterprise organization as well. And really, RPI is the home of all of those things when it comes to the recognition efforts. I mean, they're 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 the number one and and the main one that I've ever seen organization out there. And so um, it's very exciting to see sort of that that uh, merge of ideas from incentives because some people do work on both. I know there in some instances it could be a sales and incentives and this other, but I think that there's a lot of cross pollinization, and I think uh, I'm only excited for the future. And I think people really do have to, all companies have to think of recognition as being a strategic initiative. Right. And you just have to. And um, it's not just a nice to. Right. It's an imperative strategic initiative. And uh, I think RPI helps you. I mean, they give you the blueprint for it. And uh, it's not starting from ground zero. You just have the opportunity. My dog's totally. I love it. I hear a look at Amy back there. My standing ovation. But um, so I, I, I just can't say enough about RPI and how it served me uh, in the work that I was doing at Southwest Airlines. And I just continue to see great things from uh, people who are part of RPI. That's awesome. That is awesome. So that, you know, and that's exciting. I think, I think you're, you know, your finger is on the pulse of that industry right now and what's going on in recognition and what's changing, right? There's been so many, there's a lot changing when you think about it. I mean, this, this in-person work to virtual work and how do we do some of these, how do you create that special moment of recognition when the person's at home and you never see them and and do they feel as appreciated not having that interaction with a leader the same way? I think lots of new challenges have presented itself in the last year. And I think it'll be years to come before we sort of, uh, sort, of sort of rinse through all of those and figure out, okay, which are best practices, new best practices, right? What are some new things you must do now? Why is it even more important today to tell somebody the details of their recognition um, because when you're not together, I mean, just sending somebody thanks doesn't have the same impact, right? Because what are you thanking me for? I need to know exactly what you're, you know, wh what did you exactly do? Um, and so I, I think we're seeing a lot of the old things that we, we all thought were good ideas are now really coming to light as these are truly best practices to make sure that recognition has the most impact it can have. And, and we know from being around this industry for so long that uh, recognition impacts the bottom line. It impacts your culture. It impacts the dollars you bring in and the dollars that go out. And to your point, I look at it the same way. If, if uh, I'm going out to get a job, I wanna work where there's a great culture and where I do know I'm gonna be recognized for that and that there's value. So it, it's great to look at an organization when you are job hunting, make sure you're asking those questions. Do they have a robust program? Do they have an, an engagement platform? Are they doing, are there rewards based for that? I mean, because that adds up, right? That adds up on top of just compensation and benefits. It's kind of nice to see what they've done there. So I, I love it. I'm very excited for what's going on with RPI this year. I'm excited to get involved in the best practice awards. We we um, we did support a client who won last year, so we were very overall won overall. Yeah, client did win the overall, uh, so we got we're thrilled, and I think we've got some more entering this year. So so we'll keep supporting that effort, and um, I'm already packing my bags for Fort Lauderdale. So I don't know about the rest <laughs> of you, but I'll be packing my bags. But Tonda, 
So we're about to wrap up with our time today, but we all, we have a question we like to ask our guests. Um, and so we have to get your opinion on this. So there's no right or wrong answer, but since it is the All In Employee Podcast, what we'd like to know is, Tonda, from your perspective, how do you describe an all-in employee? What makes that employee all-in? I think that's a great question. I love the whole concept that you all are, are even looking at that. Um, and I think it does have to go back to, um, you know, just the whole engagement of an employee and, and what drives that engagement. And I know that's what people are really looking at a lot. Um, I think that an all-in employee, to truly be all-in, I think you have to really, really understand your company's purpose and their vision and what makes them successful. And then you have to know how, because we all contribute to that, regardless of your position at a company. And so what do I do every day that brings, helps you know, my company fulfill its purpose and to, um, you know, live up to its vision. And um, then I think that's just a great way to, to you build your recognition programs around that. You recognize the behaviors um, that the company needs to meet those goals. So being all in is understanding that, um, understanding your company's goals, what makes a company successful. Um, Southwest always did a great job of explaining the financials to employees. Uh, and I think, you know, so many smart employees when it came, came to the financials. And so it's not, um, it's not just about showing up, you know, to work every day. Um, it, it's just so much more than that being all in. And we actually had a question, which I think is a great question on employee survey is, uh, at Southwest Airlines, this is my, um, it's a career, it's a job, it's a career, it's my calling. Mm. And <sighs> high, mm. over the top scores, always, it was my calling. And so you can't have a calling and feel that your calling is being answered unless you know the purpose mm. of the company. Well said. So. Awesome. That's a different response than what we've gotten before. It I love is. that. Well said. Calling a career or a job? Where do you land? That's a survey for you right there. No, but I really do. I believe, um, you know, there's a lot more being studied and studied and written about purpose-driven companies mm -hmm. and, uh, and like the purpose of Southwest Airlines, so simple, but it's, um, you know, to connect people to what's most important in their lives you know, through friendly, reliable, low cost air service. And so every company has to have that purpose and everything you do is, should be built around that purpose. So big believer in purpose-driven, recognizing the behaviors that help your company reach its goals to live out its purpose. So well, I'm, I'm a big all believer in. in you. I'm a big believer in you, Ms. <laughs> Thank and, you. And thrilled that you could join. Great us. nuggets today. Yeah, really great. We love it when we don't talk a lot too. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. We like our guests to do all the talking, and it's it right. great for us because we awesome. talk a lot. So we love it when the guest just rolls on, and you did. A great I'm job. sorry. I probably, I, I, and she was nervous. I can't imagine oh, she'd come on not nervous. No, I you, <laughs> no. you did a great job today. Oh, well, thank you guys. It's I'm very passionate about this topic, so I can't talk a lot about it. 
Right. And my dogs are passionate too. They are very passionate. But hey, thank you for being our guest. I love it. I'm gonna, okay. I'm thank you guys so much. What you're doing at RPI and one way or the other, I know I'll see you soon. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the CA Short All-In Employee Podcast. Scott and I will see you next time.